0: listening to the curiosity podcast join your hosts scott gale and brad resachi as they pursue their mission to help humanity get their curiosity back and on the way
1: reinvigorate their own i I do have one more question for you will you be joining the emerson rose book club
2: i don't know should i be
1: i mean it's emerson rose i feel like for those of you who do not live in houston there's a very cool boutique here that now has a home store and is now starting a book club um, very prominent in a few districts like Montrose and the Heights, super cool spot. Uh, sh- I guess a little plug there for Emerson Rose, but yeah, they're starting their book club, I heard.
2: Well, I would love to. Um, what's another book club? You guys, I am in so many, but I i am down <laughs> for it. I'm in two personal, like two uh, in-person ones, and I'm in like three different online ones. So yeah, if we're <laughs> doing the math, that's already like five books a month that I'm reading, and I, I read more than that, so it's like... <laughs> It's a lot, but you know, what's another book club and what's maybe like, maybe their book club pick coincides with another book say. club pick. Maybe hypothetically, <laughs> I try to make that happen personally. Cause I do that. But, um, but all yeah. of a sudden
1: you read one book for five book clubs, <laughs> yes. but, it's, but you to have a lot more conversations as you say There's earlier. been some
2: overlap where I'm like, I have my in-person one and we like talk about the book and then I join an online one that's talking about it. And it's, it's cool to see, I mean, the whole purpose of, of me starting a bookstagram was that like i want to talk to people about books right yeah um Um, better than book talk which is so i
1: guess what are you reading right now
2: that's an Um, important
1: question we haven't asked that yet
2: yeah i'm i'm actually kind of reading three books right now which is i don't like a serial killer
1: you're a serial reader
2: i am i'm a book juggler is what i say but i have a memoir it's called crying in hmart um it's about um it's a memoir from a young woman who kind of its mostly about her relationship with her mother who passed away when she was 25. And so it's like looking at her kind of uh, life with her mother um, as a second generation um, American. So it's it's very good. Mm. Highly recommend. I think I'm going to cry in it, but oh, well. we'll see. I i cry in books. It, okay. it happens a lot. <laughs> Not in my real life, but in, in books. Um, and then I'm reading a I book called. I cry in rom-coms. Nice.
1: Absolutely. It's got to get very emotional.
2: <laughs> I'm reading a book called The Island of Missing Trees, which is kind of a historical fiction um, set in kind of 2010s and then jumping back to 1974, I think, in Cyprus, um, which is a Mm. time of political division between the Turks and the Greeks. And it's kind of like this Romeo and Juliet, this couple of different from different sides of the island um, finding each other and falling in love and then dealing with the civil unrest. And one of the perspectives of the book is called, is it, is a fig tree. So it's a tree perspective on both the oh. more recent timeline and the past timeline. So good. So well-written. Yes. It's really good. Um, and then the last one I'm reading is called Dava Shastri's last day. And it's about a kind of matriarch millionaire um, celebrity philanthropist kind of thing. Um, who's dying and just decides that she's going to go out on her own terms and has, has a last day. I'm, I'm oh, wow. very early on in that one. So Ooh. excited to see where it goes. But those are my three books that I'm like stressing about reading. And all three are for book clubs. <laughs> so <laughs> the pressure's uh, on. Yes. Next
1: episode, I want to ask more about like how you feel like that's shaping your mindset differently with the oh type my of gosh, content that you're so reading. So much.
2: Even even like I don't just read thrillers otherwise because that would shape my my mind too much. But like, no, I've I love the fact that we have this world of fiction that can expose expose us to real worlds and real Mm. types of environments that people are living in. Like, did I know anything about Cyprus and the Turks and the Greeks in the 1970s before picking up this book? Absolutely not. So now I'm just like exposed to this whole new world. It's great. It's Powerful. Reading is powerful.
1: Reading is powerful. (laughs) Do you audiobook as well, or you stick to the paperback? Uh, yes. Both? So
2: I'm. I love. I usually do my nonfiction on audio, but every once in a while, I'll get like a book in both formats, so I can listen yeah. sometimes and read the others.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Scotty, reading anything right now?
0: I just finished the Amber Spyglass, which is the third in the His Dark Materials series. Cool. By Philip Pullman. A real interesting take on kind of traditional religion kind of views, and um i'm a big fan of the hbo series that has two two seasons that have dropped the third season is coming up uh end of this year and so went and read the book um that is a rare piece of fiction that makes its way into my repertoire i'm a big fan of industrial history Mm -hmm. and so i find myself reading more uh boring kinds of things around like rockefeller and jp morgan and different kinds of things but uh that one has been particularly interesting. And then um, I'm reading a book currently by a comedian. I forget his name. Um, when, and the title of the book is When You're Engulfed in Flames. And it's mm. just a series of essays that have sort of kind of a comedic kind of angle to them. and they're, uh, <laughs> So they're real digestible and, um, and just a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Nothing cool. too deep. Love it.
2: Nothing too deep.
1: <laughs> Scuba gear on, like going deep. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Sweet.
2: Brad, are you reading anything?
1: Uh, Dune right now. So,
2: so you'll be reading that for a while, right? Yeah. It's, it's chunky. A,
1: it is an interestingly written book. the The style of writing is a little jolting at times, with the pauses and breaks and pivots and spins and picking up and slowing down over timelines. Can be interesting i actually went ahead and watched the first movie i'm I'm almost done with the first book at this point but i finally stopped and watched the first movie just to get a little more context because i was starting to get kind of confused so I was like there's a lot <laughs> happening here and i don't fully understand it um so i was pretty happy that i at least checked out the first film but I'm, my goal is to get through the series before the next movie comes out which i'm pretty sure i'll be able to do yeah. and then uh i'm reading a promised land Barack obama's mm-hmm. book which I so love big. his voice and I'm doing it on on uh it's cool audio Apple Books but yeah I'm, yeah I'm I'm doing the audio version and so that's been it's been interesting just hearing like from someone's perspective things that I observed as a citizen of the country like yeah. just how differently things might have been compared to how I perceive them to be um something that's totally underappreciated yeah. in terms
0: of the <laughs> I the mean like cause, yeah, because like I think like made. we
1: honestly that's been the most eye-opening thing is like we see as a society whatever we see on news or media or whatever it might be, good or bad, positive or negative. Um, but then there's like there's all this that happens that we never see or know about. All we see is like a quote unquote outcome. Right. But we don't see the decision process and what had to be sacrificed or gained in order for an outcome to occur. Mm-hmm. And then we still typically criticize the it outcome. We rail on the outcome. Yeah. Even no though idea. like we m- probably wouldn't have done it any differently ourselves had we been in the situation because it's a very complex system. And it's been it's it's been very um, enlightening to say the least. Yeah. I'm almost done. I'm super sad because I've learned so
2: much. I heard that he was writing um, a sequel because it does not cover all four.
1: Yeah, I did too.
2: I guess maybe four years and four years, but I don't know how he's dividing Another
1: 500 pages.
2: Yeah. No, I think that was so great because it, you know, uh, it humanizes the decisions that were made and you're just like, oh, oh. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean,
1: I'm not a super political person, like especially at that time in my life. Like I had no idea. Like, I didn't really have much affiliation either way and didn't pay a lot of attention to it. And so now, like, reading it, you you, you remember these moments and these pivotal decisions mm-hmm. that happen in society. And you're like, whoa, like, there was a human being. You had to, like, make all those calls. Maybe that's a tough job. Like, that does not sound like fun. Yeah.
0: Two yeah. that I've enjoyed that are in that same vein, maybe if, you, if you're interested yes. uh, as you wrap that one up, one's called On the Brink. Okay. Which was the financial crisis sort oh, of during wow. that same time frame. And uh, Days of Fire, which was uh, the Bush Cheney White
1: House. Oh, wow! And so there's some
0: pretty I, I saw
1: some documentaries stories. on that. I loved it. It was the Bush 41 documentary, that mm. was amazing. That was really cool. Um, I, I'm starting to really, I don't know, I feel like you can learn a lot from figures in the political government space.
2: So, uh, yeah, I have another recommendation for you. <laughs> Sweet, let's bring it. Uh, it's called Both and, and it's by. Huma Abedin, who is a longtime advisor to Hillary Clinton, like from Bill's administration to and on. And she's also was married to Anthony Weiner and they have a son together. So that's cool. That is so good. It's very long too. I listened to it and she narrates it, but it's, she's also, you know, a second generation um, American. And so she has this, you know whole and her both of her parents are oh gosh it's been a while but like uh the effect that's had on her um being a female political um person like that side of things yeah um oh it's very good and and then yeah it tackles her marriage that's too cool. I also really, and that scandal and being in the spotlight
1: oh i'm sure yeah. yeah i heard i studied at texas a&m university um i guess a whoop is in order i'm not a like very committed Aggie these days. <laughs> you said I'm probably less than a two percenter. Um, <laughs> whatever that might be. But um all that said, I I really enjoyed Robert Gates book as well because he was president of the university while I was there. Mm-hmm. And then I think got like called into service. Yeah, that would have made sense um around the time that right before I had graduated. And so I, I I read some of his book too and that that was super cool. It was interesting. I, I learned a lot from his perspective as like in the CIA and running that organization and what that was like and advising multiple presidents from different political affiliates and it's crazy just to like hear these people's perspectives and like what they're doing so that's the only two I've read those are the only two political books I've read but the yeah. ones that y'all have shared I about to check out more and more of this stuff it's interesting
2: yeah. I love reading all of these types of books and learning whether it's fiction or, or memoir or non-fiction of like learning my biggest complaint is that I can't retain every single factoid and plot point and I've just right it's the biggest struggle I like know. how do I be better at that that's I wish I can absorb more information permanently that's my one complaint
1: I would agree with that I, I I hear Bill Gates does a pretty good job of retaining significant amounts of information as he reads
2: and he reads so fast and like I read I read a fast. lot and I'm just like that is insane
1: yeah well I mean I think he can read like a a big book like hundreds and hundreds of page a, book
2: yeah reference book not, like, not even like a yeah, novel I'm
1: like less than a day yeah that's what I heard
2: I can I read mean, a book in a day but it's See, I, fiction and uh,
1: I am not a fast reader because I I'm when well, I'm an overthinker. And so I spend a lot of time like really reading it. That's why I got to do audiobooks. Yeah. It's and I also struggle to focus. Rate to to rate. I, to I have deliver. a hard time focusing. I get distracted really easily. And then I'll read something to be like, wait, what did I read? And I'll go back and read it eight more times. But then I'm like, Oh, well that was interesting. What does that mean? And like, yeah. what does this mean? How does this tie to this? And like, <laughs> I need to go back and read that chapter <laughs> again because I missed something in that chapter. And like, it's not, it's not always a great thing. I
2: think that's like a struggle is real. It's I. I feel like I was more like that before both audiobooks and um you know, regular books. I'm I'm just the more you do it, the better at it you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's definitely that thing. So like Repetition, when people are like I can't listen memory. to audiobooks because I get distracted. I'm like, Yeah, but if you do it enough, you won't, I promise. Like you just gotta, you know, st- start somewhere kind of thing. See,
1: I've thought about listening to audiobook and reading the book at the same time to like help me. Focus more. I
2: really recommend it because, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's both, but I don't do them at the same time. But like, I'll get, oh, I was thinking versions. at the same
1: time, like, yeah, read the book. I while mean, I'm you listening can, but
2: it. you can, but like, and I, then I can't
1: get distracted, right? I know, but I
2: read way <laughs> faster focus, than, yeah. I read way faster than uh, audiobook narration, uh, even like. At high speeds, and then I'm like, I'm just distracted because that's not actual words at this point. That's but true. I, so I read faster than that's me. a
1: that part is true. Yeah, you're definitely gonna read faster than you're going to listen to someone talk. Yeah, that, I that's can listen point. to an
2: audiobook at like two times speed and still be. A, retaining I it but when i read at the same that. time i i'm reading faster than two times speed
1: yeah no i cannot do the multiple speed i just i do not enjoy it it just it's they sound mousy and weird sky loves to listen to podcasts and audiobooks at like yeah. two three four five times speed whatever it is. and i'm like can we please go back to one time speed like it just feels unnatural <laughs> like people don't I know, talk that But again, fast. i argue, I mean i might but most i, I argue
2: not. that that's that's like a learned <laughs> trait where you like you get used to it yeah, i have to start like yeah. at one speed used and to you it. get used.
1: <laughs> i want i don't to
2: I I'm just saying I you listen to I listen to one time speed anything or not anything not podcast but actual like there's a hired audiobook actor reading this book I'm like they slowed that down there's no way that's somebody reading at this uh, pace okay there's no way I I'm like no way I that's have fair. to at least put some sort of speed on it that's a
1: good point yeah Been it's also really it's satisfying
2: over. um when you see a book that's like a ten hour long and then it's you're like oh it only took me five
1: right <laughs> just saying just saying <laughs> i finished twice as Ready, fast right? because yeah. i put it on two times speed so <laughs> <laughs> boom yeah Hello. and
2: quiz me i know it i, <laughs> I got read this every page. on
1: Wrap. i read Listened every, to every chapter <laughs> and then i went back and read it again and i read it twice in the same time it took you to brad to read it once because you do it one time speed
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that it's a goes. competition
1: <laughs> But if it were, but if it were, you would would absolutely win, win. (laughs) (laughs) and I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm not a super competitive person, so it's all right.
0: (laughs) it Just reminds me, my oldest got into the Harry Potter series a while back, and she read all of them multiple times, and then got to the point where she was timing herself to read them, and she'd come back and report, be like, "Hey, I read the sixth book in like four and a half hours or whatever it is." Like, yeah, that was that was absolutely
2: me. I've read every single Harry Potter book multiple times, and. I would do it every summer. Like that would be my thing. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, time to, it's summer. I don't have school. Um, and so, yeah, I would read one, two, three each in a day. And then four would be a little harder because it's chunkier. But most of those, I would read most of those books. Yeah. In one day. Hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a young adult book. Sure, <laughs> like, it is. It's not- <laughs> it, it, and you like essentially have it memorized at some, at a certain point. I didn't do this like several years running, but I did it a few years back to back where it was just an escape into Harry Potter world, which is so great.
1: There was one time I, I finished a book pretty quickly. It was Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers. And I like fell in love with this story. And like, it's based on um the book of Hosea in the Bible. And it takes this like really cool position from the positions in like the 1800s. And it's just about like unconditional love of like two humans and how it like takes them on this insane kind of journey, which actually I think just got turned into a, film it's pretty cool like a like a hollywood type movie so i'd love to see the movie but that book i did i i laid in bed one night and i read like almost and it's a pretty sizable book i read like over half the book in one night and i was like this was incredible but i also like would take a romantic comedy over a thriller any day so that's probably (laughs) why i loved it so much
2: Yep, reading is great i just love i love when people say oh i read this book in it Super fast. I'm like, okay, sign me up. I'm down.
0: It's like an immediate connection. Yeah. And you can kind of dig into yeah. it's, um
1: Chronicles it's of fun. Narnia always stands out for me. One of the games we designed in 900 pounds was inspired by Chronicles of Narnia. I've still never finished the series because I didn't want it to be over. I loved it that much. Yeah. That was a favorite. <laughs> that one's a bit of a challenge because it is sort of like bounces around
0: and there's kind of some. It's not as. Not a linear experience.
1: Yeah. It's not. I think, I think that's why it. Clearly, I like the non-linear ones between Dune and <laughs> I've got some recs for you. Yeah, I like the. We'll
0: post a Natalie's uh, book recommendations in the well, show. We can just post well. her Instagram, I know,
2: right? Well, no, I mean, but I I got do got have all like, the recommendations. Yeah, I feel like I'm the type of person who like gets really obsessed with um, a book, and then it's like my life's work is to convince everybody to read it. So I definitely have some of those now.
1: Great. Send, 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 send those to us as well. and <laughs> okay. Um, we will point them, we'll point everyone to your amazing bookstagram, which is a great term. I don't it know is. if you coined it, but it's a I great did not. Term. Absolutely not. Okay. This
2: world has existed for a long time. There's also a book talk, which is TikTok tock book, flint, oh, book, wow. book influencers. I don't know. Do
1: they read to you? Micro, they, um, <laughs> micro reading.
2: That's another thing that like the difference between Instagram and book and, um, tiktok of like the different ways of approach but yeah it's the yeah. youths i would say more a more youthful group that is a little more creative and how they talk about books maybe um, you can
1: help introduce me to tiktok and help me understand it because i do not i find it i don't think you need, i
2: think that's the thing is that you don't need i mean if you're trying to navigate it from a content creation yeah i don't know how i don't know how to tell you to, to go about that but just as a consumer just yeah as just a as a consumer, consumer just like dive in and, yeah, I
1: guess maybe I need to and
2: like the the put your put your fate into TikTok and they'll yeah. present.
1: I I also just don't spend a Set lot of a time with pop culture. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! Set timer. Uh,
0: you get a lot. I mean, it's the first
2: it, time I downloaded it. I was literally I'm not proud of this, but like five hours of and it was like one of those things where I was like I'm I'm not doing anything, so may as well. And it was just like I was obsessed with like how huh. funny this content is. And, like, yeah, you get, like, a, a person dancing every once in a while. You just, like, just keep scrolling or whatever. And yeah. then just people ranting about their life. That's hilarious. I don't know. It's it's just... The it's parallel a great experience
0: sh- in my mind was, like, I forget. I was probably in, like, high school or middle school or whatever. Like, when satellite TV first came out and there was, like, yeah. 900 channels yes. or whatever. And, like, you're just sort of, like, channel surfing, like, on and steroids. And there's nothing on. And there's nothing on. And we're
1: doing air quotes for like, anyone listening <laughs> to this only on the audio version. TikTok is kind well, of like
0: channel surfing it's mine it just was feels like yeah. this kind of, kind of like mindless mm-hmm. like two second like little thing you're it's, you got tv land okay. espn like you're just like all over the place yeah. it's that's really a hard comparison, there's no like well, bookends to I'm, it
2: i'm i'm not a tiktok generation but i'm a vine generation mm-hmm. and like youtube generation where like Vine-ness, that's yep. that kind of energy of like i mean just yeah. mindless so,
1: i don't know why yeah. i am this way i just I, I don't know. I just, I don't spend a lot of time on social media at all. I just don't Me either. overly, just <laughs> I don't find it overly entertaining maybe. And I don't know why. Like Instagram, yes, I'll get on. And I mean, I am a millennial, like, but I just,
2: I think it's that there's, I don't know. There's too many types of, if you think it's of like overwhelming, almost. it is there's, there's as a human, you have needs like what you consume or whatever. So it's like, uh-huh. I, I think that Some social media has tried to fulfill more needs than it should. Whereas Mm. I think TikTok is this mindless uh, entertainment value Mm. and it has that one need and I can categorize it there. I can go days without opening the app. I could open it every single day. I could, you know, spend a lot of time on it. It just depends on what my need is. But like, I do think Instagram, it's like connecting with your friends and seeing what they're up to. Following celebrities and seeing what they're up to, you know, getting information about the city you live in, maybe, or you know, uh news outlets you follow. There's so much. And I think that's super overwhelming. And I don't hmm. like I don't like that. I don't like that there's so many different things on it. So there's a lot of times where I'm like, I'll just I have multiple accounts, obviously. So it's like, sure. I'll just go to one account to catch up with my friends and spend my time on another account to like see what books I should be reading yeah. <laughs> and everything. Um, but I think it's it's a very blurred line now
1: and like it's funny since the pandemic i have found myself like really in this place where like just no interest in social media or or, or very little at best i just i don't i don't know i'm and i've been wondering why because i I would say pre-pandemic i was probably more engaged and more interested at least with instagram facebook i haven't touched in like 11 years i got very overwhelmed with all the content being put on there and i was just like there's so much happening on here I'm going to step away. And I, I've heard it's changed a lot. you got to be purposeful about at your that time. Well, because people. And also, I, I was on Facebook when it was only for people with Students. .edu's, yeah. and it was a very different Facebook. I felt like there was more, I don't know, discourse. It was more stimulating. It wasn't as mindless as I think it may have yeah. become. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to, like, crush Facebook. I have no, nothing against Facebook whatsoever. I just personally kind of was like, this is overwhelming. I'm going to step away. And I kind of did the same thing since the pandemic with all social media not on purpose. It wasn't like, I was like, I'm going to not use social media as much. It was just like the most natural kind of like slow fade away. And then as a matter of fact, we had a photo shoot at the studio the other day and the photographer, she was probably in her like fifties and she came up to me and she said, Brad, I was like, yeah. She said, your phone's been here for eight hours and you haven't checked it once. She was like, and you're a millennial. Like, how have you not been like, just like glued and addicted to your device? (laughs) And honestly, I was like, her name was Debbie. I was like, Debbie, I truly don't have a good answer for you whatsoever. Like I don't, I don't know. It's it was so like unconscious in my thinking. It wasn't even something I intentionally did. I just I wanted people to have music while they did their photo shoots, so it was a little more fun and exciting. And so I just kind of did. I, was like, I mean, I guess I have my watch if like I need something or Pretty like cool like Sky needs coming. to get a hold of me. But I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of glad it feels a little liberating. It's like my truck getting stolen and not rebuying a vehicle. It kind of feels liberating.
2: I feel like uh, I look at, I hear that and I'm like, that's what a luxury. Cause I don't think I could ever just disconnect for that long. I mean, hobbies turned social media platforms aside, like my job where I'm like, if somebody emails me and they're like, Hey, um, this has like this breaking news or whatever. Like I've never felt like I could just disconnect in my entire professional career. And in college too, I feel like I was, I was, I had this like need to be constantly available. And so, and now I've created a career where I can't disconnect. that's true. And and I think social media
1: is beautiful. Like I am not by any means the antithesis of social media. I freaking love it. I think it's so cool how it connects people and creates voice and platform. And I think it's a beautiful tool. I also think that we can become overly addicted to Mm -hmm. it and that can be a little dangerous when it's all consuming. Like I saw, I saw a family not too long ago and I'm sure I'm guilty of it as well. Like there were like eight of them at a table and every single human being sad, was sad. on their device. Regardless, restaurants of, come like, out with regardless of
0: age, like make everybody put their phones in. So you're like oh, that's forced to like have an engaging yeah. no, you know like, from, what like, I'm-
1: from like grandpa to dad. Just, I mean, like Down every single human was yeah. on their device and it was actually Father's Day. We were celebrating my dad's Father's Day. Hmm. And I was like, they're probably texting each other. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just, it made me like, that made me a little sad. Like I was like, oh, like we're at a table together. It, and we're it not is really, fu-
2: I mean, like, I know, I know I'm bad at that too, but like I'll hang out with my mom one-on-one and she'll be on her phone. And it's like, I know what she's doing is important. It's she's not just like mindlessly scrolling while I'm there, but I'm just like, I don't get a lot of time with you one-on-one and like yeah. hanging out and, and doing something we're interested in. And I'm just like, and and she'll be like posting our photo onto Facebook kind of thing. And I'm like, I know that's what you want to do. It's like what you're in this moment. It's like moment, super sweet. Yeah. But like, it's great. But I'm like, I'm kind of annoyed. And I'm just like, yeah. or or maybe it's work or something for her too. And I'm just like, oh, this is the tables have turned. I, I see now. <laughs> I, stings I, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just think it's like, yeah, you can, you could have your cake and eat it too with that world. It's just like be intentional when you put the phone away. Yeah. Super
1: important. No, the kind of content I love, I love music. I love podcasts. That's what I really enjoy. I love audiobooks. Like, so maybe that's more where I get a lot of my content from. And I love I love reading like articles. I love like I will read articles Great. all night long. I'll just sit there and read yeah. I'll just sit on an Innovation Map all night long. And <laughs> hey, we, read. Have the, like, we have and just, the scrolling oh.
2: thing where it's like you open one article and you can keep scrolling and it's the best thing ever. And they all count for page clicks. So we just
1: call it the infinite scroll, right? <laughs> yes. Dopamine is just all in it. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably wrap up. This is we'll wrap for real. <laughs> well, we So we wrapped I think, initially, I think, it was one oh three. we We're now at yeah, we'd, we'd, so, we cr- so, uh, so we wrapped 25 minutes ago. so. we we'll, wrapped 25 minutes ago, technically. We'll do some movie magic but to we make were all, it digestible. But we were all
2: escaping um, our phones, I think, and just hiding out from... It,
1: Exactly, yeah, and it does amazing like what right happened. Now. We had a conversation, so beautiful. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Whoa, we'll covered have like a lot of super episode that's
2: available.
0: Uh, I feel bad for the guys that are going to cut the four K footage because I'm sure it's going to be like a terabyte, but
1: uh, <laughs> it'll be all right. This that's why we have the cloud. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Super awesome. fun. All right, well, wrapping up, Natalie. Super, super exciting to have you on Curiosity with us today. Uh, beautiful conversation, touched on everything and more than my heart could have ever desired and hoped for. So thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you for having me and letting me rant and ramble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Until next time.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening. Join Brad and Scott next time on the Curiosity Podcast. Onward. The Curiosity Podcast is hosted by Brad Versace and Sky Gale. The guests featured are on as individuals and are not on the show to represent an organization and no commercial relationship implied or otherwise as a result of their appearance. The views and opinions expressed herein are solely those of the individuals and do not reflect the opinions or beliefs of any affiliated organization.